Hey everyone, Jim Phoenix here, and boy, do we have an exciting streaming demons. All the way from Tweeting Land Twitters, we have Roy is Gay, duh, coming with the rats are here, the werewolves are coming, dogs and cats living together, mass hysteria. Oh, no, that's just one movie? Okay. And then we have Braddock with Swim, because apparently Crawl and Neil was taken. And myself, bringing home the gold whip be borrowed. I've got Venom 2, Carnage, let there be Carnage. All this and more on next Streaming Demons. Hit it. Jim Phoenix here, and boy, do we have a special, huge, cross-national, transcontinental, intercontinental championship, Macho Man versus... No, wait, what? Oh, this is my streaming show. <laughs> Sorry, my bad. So, we have a great, great special guest, and I have to tell you, if you are looking at Twitter names, Roy's, you, you can't do better than Roy's. We've got Roy. Roy, what's your Twitter name? On, what's your name on Twitter? Uh, Roy is gay. Duh. Duh. I love it. <laughs> we seen Roy is gay just like starting to like tag uh, Mutant Fam and ourselves. Uh, just like some really cool shit. And, I, and I've actually listened, Roy, to your, your podcast. And we'll, we'll maybe talk about Leatherface a little bit later on. But, um, <laughs> but I, got, I got some opinions on that one. I got some opinions on that one. But. But just want to say thank you so much for, for coming. And, uh, of course, we also have our new co-host as our forever co-host is now stuck in Japan. Apparently, Voodoo Priestess is stuck in Japan looking for Sasquatch. They didn't know they needed a visa. They, they're like, I have MasterCard. I'm like, no, that's not what they meant by visa and MasterCard. Uh, yeah, so she's stuck in, in Japan uh, somewhere. But we've got none other than the box human themselves. J.M. Brannock, say hi. Hello. Awesome sauce. And for those who are new to Streaming Demons, holy shit, we're on season two. But so thank you so much for subscribing now, I guess. You, you missed some, some classics, like negative two million Cthulhu's for other things. But the premise is simple. We do a new movie to streaming, an old movie, you know, or a borrowed which is like a rental or a blue, which makes you sad. All right. And because I am a very lazy bear, Wayne and Pooh got nothing on me. <laughs> we always let the special guests go first. Roy, take it away. All right. Well, I guess the one that I'm bringing to the table here is something old because it comes from 1972. Um, oh, it's, it's 72 is old. Yeah. Oh, son of a <laughs> um, So, <laughs> on um it's a it, 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 stumbling upon screen box is, is um a movie that i'm i'm actually familiar with and i wanted to revisit because when i saw this movie for the first time the print was barely watchable it was like a, a 35 right. millimeter print from the american genre film archive oh, vault wow. that has been deteriorated to death and severin did a 
an undeservingly nice restoration of this film. <laughs> um, the, the film, literally, this is the title, The Rats Are Coming, The Werewolves Are Here, which to me How is just a great train? title. Yeah. <laughs> just a great title. Um, this was made by openly gay filmmaker Andy Milligan, who was also a playwright, um, cool. an extremely kinky person in real life. He also had a very, um, I guess you could say, staged, lambasted marriage because when he got married to a erotic dancer, she knew that it was just for show and everyone else knew it was just for show. But um, he tragically uh, passed away from AIDS in 1991 and he's oh, in an sorry. unmarked grave someplace in Los oh. Angeles. Jesus Christ. What the? Are you yeah. sure it's not that fucking blue? <laughs> But You're making it sad, Roy. So I know, I, but it has a I'm happy hard. ending. It has a happy ending, and the happy ending is is like just like, just like with so many other so many other artists. He's developed his films have now went on to develop a giant cult following, and cool. um, this was one of the ones that uh, he's most no- known for. Other ones include films like um, The Bloodthirsty Butchers, Legacy of Blood, House of the Seven Bells. Flesh Pot on 42nd Street. Wait, what was what was that? Flesh Pot on 42nd Street. Yes. That was the name of uh, Brannock's sex tape. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, then, Brannock. Pro- then probably one of his biggest films is uh, The Man with Two Heads. Um, mm. Classic. Uh huh. That's a Steve Martin film, right? No, that's The Man with Two Brains. Oh shit. Uh, the one with you Ron got Jeremy. Schooled. You got oh. schooled, Jim. Oh, wait, wait. The one with Ron Jeremy? Oh, that's the one. Uh, no, the man that's a different dicks. one. Yeah, okay. that's the man with different heads. Yeah. Okay, my bad. <laughs> Shit. This one, the title says it all. It's except that it really has nothing to do with rats. It's it's set in the year 1899 in England, and it's about this family called the Moonies who have an affliction that is passed on through their generations um, an affliction that happens every full moon every month. And there is a member of the family that they're hoping that the curse has no longer touched. And she's, she was sent off to Scotland to basically go to medical school to look for a cure. As one does. Yeah. And she comes back home with her new husband, which pisses the family off because they're like, how dare you marry a person who doesn't know our secret and blah, 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 blah. And who knows what's going to happen when you literally at one point they say mingle genes at one point. Um, And there's this bratty middle sister whose subplot of the movie is her trying to find the perfect pet, which is where the rats come into play. And she doesn't like the rats because they bite her. So we see her slaughter the rats, literally slaughter the rats, like in cannibal Holocaust style on film. I was actually shocked to see that scene. Um, Fortunately, they don't linger on it like they do in cannibal Holocaust, but that took me back a bit. But the thing that was cracking me up the most about this movie is Andy Milligan was directing this as if he was directing a stage play where every scene has the lights go out 
like they do at the end of the scene of, yeah. of, a, of a stage play, and then they slowly come back on. And whenever that happens, the musical score also abruptly just stops out of nowhere. So it's like it'd be in the sweeping, passionate music, and then all of a sudden, crickets. Of course, because that's for your applause. <laughs> yes. And then they cut to the next scene, and an entirely different musical score happens. And it's recognizable music. Actually, at one point, I was hearing the score from the movie The Bad Seed playing at one point, <laughs> um, which took me aback. And I was just like, wait a minute. Is this the bad music from The Bad Seed? What What is this? So um, all it, it definitely has no budget. You can you could tell that the film has no budget. Uh, all of the full moon nighttime sequences look like they were filmed at two o'clock in the afternoon in a park someplace. Right. right. Um, was it an Italian film you're saying? You said full moon <laughs> yes. and I, uh, I clenched up for a but second. You thought it would be like full moon, the, 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 the studio? Uh, for, I, I mean, I think I'm just predisposed to it now where I just clench up. Really? I hear those those words. Uh, wait a minute. How, Brannick, you, you and I had to be around the same era. Oh, no. How do you not like Full Moon? I enjoy Puppet Master, and I will just stick with that. Anyway. <laughs> Thank you, Schmoller. Mm, anyway. So this shouldn't be the place where I tell you that I've got a subscription to Full Moon Features streaming on my, oh. on my stick. Dude, hell yeah. No, you I can with him. <laughs> I've watched Evil Bong. Evil Bong. <laughs> I've reviewed it. I feel like I've paid my dues. Well, this is, it's funny you say that because this movie's the same quality as the, as the Evil Bong. <laughs> so. Same quality. That's okay, awesome. but it's the se- see, like I can forgive it because it's the seventies. Like that mm-hmm. makes sense to me to be complete. I don't want to say garbage, but like in that caliber of like. Oh, this is fun. This is like really fun. Like they're still garbage. exploring. Yeah, they're, they're it's, still making their you know right. Their, it's like you know, and the seventies were such a fun and weird, chaotic time, anyways. Mm-hmm. And you could tell that the rat element in this movie was inspired by the the film Willard, which was a surprise hit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. She literally names the rats Willard and Ben. No. Oh, yeah. really? No. Yeah. And she's like, you look like a Willard. I'm going to name you Willard. Oh, and you look like a Ben. And Ben's the one that bites her and she kills. Uh, <gasps> so <laughs> it's like. Oh, man. I'm like, okay. Sure, that that just happened. But poor Ben. Yeah. Poor Ben. Poor Ben. Could be I feel like I need to. Scott. Which I, I think I was As a rat? Yeah. One's Willard, then one's Scott. No, no one's watching Today Show? You guys, all right. Somebody, one of your fans will laugh. One of my friends that texted me will laugh. Yeah, don't worry. Don't you worry. I got friends and fans. I don't know why I said friends. I I don't know why either. That's for your therapist to determine. So, you've you've watched like a lot of his other movies. Am I correct, Roy? I've seen, I've seen a couple of them. I've seen, um, of course the, the man with two heads and I've seen (laughs) legacy of blood, which is just, well, it's been made fun of by both riff tracks and cinematic Titanic for a reason, because it's just so ridiculous. Even Elvira has made fun of it. It's just so ridiculous. Um, it's about this 
this family who's gathered for the reading of the will, and they find out that the family's inheritance would only go to the last standing person. So everybody starts plotting to kill each other. That's awesome. In this house. <laughs> so, um, and it's because the, the father had this vendetta against the family. So, so how do you think it holds up to his other films? Um, as long as you can get past the, the scenes where it's obvious the actors are looking over at the cue cards to read their lines, <laughs> uh, the abrupt stage directions that happen with the lights going on, coming back up and the plot twist that you could see coming a mile away. It's not bad, actually. It's it's I mean, because his other movies can just be so over the top. I mean, I mean, he this man has made a a a, a gay porn parody called Dragula long before Dragula was even a thing, uh, which I've only seen bits and clips of, and uh, it's just like, okay, well, this exists. Um, but wait, which 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 does he see? Um, I, it was part of this series called Porn, no, not Porn, but Smut Without the Smut. And someone found these old 60s and 70s porn films where they actually had a plot line to it oh, yeah. and cut out all of the actual sex scenes and said, okay, let's actually focus on the plot and see if this makes any sense. And he... Was when it came to Dracula, it was basically shrunk from an hour and ten minute film to seven minutes. <laughs> <laughs> so, did it make sense though? It did not. Huh. <laughs> oh, surprising! <laughs> it did huh. not make sense. So wait, it didn't make sense. So the sex part was actually part of the plot, Apparently right? So yeah, that's yeah. What I'm guessing. Plot yeah. Crucial. That's, that's what I'm guessing. Tender lines. It's sex. very essential. <laughs> But this thing is just, it's so ridiculous that it, it, you have to watch it to believe it. I mean, just just to to see that it actually was made and released in theaters and th- that people actually possibly paid money to go see this thing in the theater. Do you know how well it did? Do you know if it did well in theaters? I don't think so. I don't think any of this oh. actually did well. Even in, like in as a theaters. midnight? Okay. This as a midnight movie would be perfect. It really would. Because this this is one of those communal type films where I think if everybody was watching it, they would just be laughing hysterically the whole entire time because of just how ridiculous the thing is. And just the the horrible acting that's going on and the in amazing acting choices that seem to have been made right on like on the fly on the set. And um, the accents that go from regular English to British English in the snap of a finger. <laughs> so is Madonna. Got it. Yes. <laughs> and, so. and her caliber of acting, too. So, yeah. Oh, uh, it's a Navita. Hey, nah. you guys, League of Their Own was good. <laughs> right. But she wasn't it's an ensemble. It was good. Like, because of Tom Hanks and Rosie O'Donnell, right? And Gina G- Davis and... Uh, 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 other people. Got Tank Girl. Tank Girl. Was Tank Girl in there? Yeah, oh, yeah. Tank Girl was, oh, there. yeah. Oh, Lord. She got very lucky with that movie. Yeah. You know no, who I'm got just... lucky with that movie? Tom Petty. Before that movie, no one knew that he was the other Petty. Then after that movie. He was I, in I, The I Postman. He was good in The Postman. But did he ring twice or just once? Mm-hmm. 
Anyway, so this film, could you say it again? Because the title is very long and I want people to go out and see this. It's on, again, it's on Screenbox, if you have Screenbox. And the title is called The Rats Are Coming, The Werewolves Are Here. That's so perfect. That's like poetry, man. (laughs) (laughs) It actually sounds like two movies crammed into one. It really does. does. Is it it crammed? (laughs) Is it two movies crammed into one? It kind of feels like it with the rat element. It really does. They're like, shit, Willard was really big. Put rats in. I know a rat guy. We can kill the rats, he says. And then there's also this random moment in the movie where this, I'm guessing she's supposed to be 10, but you could obviously tell it's a woman in her 20s playing the character who is a friend of the brat girl who is trying to get the rats as pets and she gets a snake as a gift from her and the whole entire time in the movie she's talking like you're my friend aren't you i like you and i'm like oh honey stop you're in your 20s you don't need to do this you don't need to but you know yeah, was the I'm, money that was the money that good for this for you to yeah, talk like was, a 10 year old i was gonna say i, I think she came to the audition like that and he's like you know what you're perfect that's that's a different direction but i like your energy Possibly because she also looked like a, a like a, a a Charles Dickens street urchin throughout the whole <laughs> movie. Also, sir, <laughs> may I please have another scene, sir. Can I have a copper for my performance, sir? Please <laughs> like, smile. Is like only if you go to American English, like at the drop of a hat, then we're sold. Wait, they're speaking American English in Scotland. Well, that is a Scottish accent, I guess. Yeah, the, yeah, the thing is, is she's supposed to be coming back from Scotland, and when she opens her mouth, at first you hear a Boston accent come out, and then, <laughs> bam, it turns to British. <laughs> it's like she forgets that she's supposed to be British at one point. We, I think most British things. people are like that, though. I think at some point they forget, you know, and then they like no one's like around. break character. Yeah, yeah right. Look. Because she's like, oh, hello, how's father? And then all of a sudden she starts sounding like Stewie from Family Guy. All of a sudden after she realizes she pronounced father like father. Father, can I pack the can of yad, father? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that Detroit accent. I I have an ear for accents, and that's obviously a Detroit one, right, Brennan? Yeah. yeah, Uh, Yeah. mm. (laughs) Now – I, I read this that Cisco and Ebert actually gave this movie two thumbs up. <laughs> yeah, two big thumbs up, but <laughs> they were too polite to say where. Um, yeah, well, if they were up Andy stadium. Milligan, he would probably have enjoyed that because he was that kinky. Oh, there you go. Yeah, that's that's a really weird. Okay, so he was openly gay in Hollywood in the seventies. Yeah. Yep. Making this movie that, or in a, a bunch of movies that are more theatrical than not, and box office not so much smashes, but it's kind of like, was it was it mob money? Like, how did they get make these movies? Good question. The only thing I could think of is is because he also wrote screenplays, so maybe he got the money from the screenplays that he screenplays sold. and self financed his own. Yeah, screenplays mm. plus also he was a playwright. Um, he had an acting troupe that mainly appeared in a lot of his films, too. Um, maybe, maybe he was a hustler, too, because, I mean, he hung out and he was like Ed Wood. He hung out with the dregs of society. 
um, especially in S&M, BDSM clubs and everything. So that's probably where he bankrolled a lot of his films. Probably. Like, you can get, I mean, it's all walks of life. So it's like, wait, you're a doctor? Well, guess what? I'm financing this great <laughs> It's a great movie. It's got treat, rats in treat, it. It's got werewolves. Cinema. No, he would he would not be like that. He's like, it's an experience. Yeah, well, it's an experience, all right. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's you ever seen the movies Mr. by Hammer Horror? Well, it's going to be like that. <laughs> but more Hammer Time? No, that comes later. I'm sorry. <laughs> hammer Time comes later. Okay, so what, we kind of get there's no real effects in this movie, I'm guessing. Oh, <laughs> the effects. Yeah. Um, I put italicis around the words effects because <laughs> – uh, the the hint where we realize that the family has this affliction, this this werewolf affliction, is whenever they touch anything that's silver, there's somebody off on the side of the screen who blows a puff of smoke to represent the, the burning skin from the silver. And when we see the werewolf transformations, it's literally the people doing this like Bonnie Tyler total clips of the heart turn around moment. <gasps> no <I> way. <laughs> and then there's like this brief pause and then they cut to a close up of someone's face and then they cut back to the person as they're turning back around and they've got the makeup on. Do they have bright eyes? <laughs> yes, some of them do have bright eyes. God, why? Yes. This is guys, this is where she got the inspiration. Breaking it here. That that's actually <laughs> right just an homage. She's watching the movie and she says, I got an idea for a video. She's like, oh, my God, I have like so much crack in my system and a pen and a paper. Allegedly, and I have we're not saying by and teller did crack. We say allegedly she may have been high. I'm just saying life. allegedly, 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 well, allegedly that video looked like it was the product of at least cocaine, because when you've got when you've got <laughs> so an army, I. when you've got an army of like Fonzies from Happy Days coming up the stairs with half naked fencers and, and pirate boys and. School children, choir children. There is a video making fun of the video. It's awesome, by the way. It's, I don't know if you've ever seen it. <laughs> choir of the Damned coming out of nowhere. Oh, my know. God. Yes. It's beautiful. <laughs> it's beautiful. Now, you know what? It was great. How many Cthulhu's out of five would you give the movie, not the video? Um, video stellar. Good question, because if I judge the movie based on its merit, by itself it would be a one cthulhu but when it comes to the watchability because you have to see this thing to believe it it would probably be a four because four yeah because just the audacity that this thing exists is what is what brings it up to a four is it a rewatchable movie probably not but it's one of those movies where you you want to get all your friends together get some shots in you and just look at how ridiculous this thing is. And I've got to say with the, with the restored version of the movie also, the picture quality is still really um, Vaseline on the lens type quality looking of the, of it. Right. But the soundtrack is so crystal clear that it sounds like the soundtrack was recorded just two weeks ago. It, it It's off putting 
on the movie. Because the movie movie looks old. It looks so old. It was all re-ADR'd. Exactly. (laughs) Except it sounds like this just this crystal clear, you know, ultra HD 4K sound out of nowhere. It's just it, it it you you kind of tilt your head like a confused Scooby Doo when you when you realize what's going on. That's a amazing, and B, I have a follow up question. That I have to ask it. Have you seen Roller Gator? No, yes. no. Wait, 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 you have. Okay, okay, okay. Now, yes. uh, you can date him, Jim. Only <laughs> <laughs> can get through the entire movie with me. I think. I think that oh, that's to be true. That's true. It has Maybe to be. I should, I, I should preface. I, I should pre. I should emphasize that I've, I've seen it, but the only way I was able to get through it was with riff tracks. Yes, I, that's fine. That's fine. That's still I, part I think of that. Had it not been for them, there is no way in hell I would have been able to make it through that movie. It's got its moments. It's got its moments. But is this movie like Roller Gator? Which one's better for you? Oh God, um, that's not a fair question. Jim. This might be my new date movie then. Um, I think Roller Gator is a little more deep hurting than this one oh, is. So Jesus. yeah, okay. I think that's just Roller Gator's fate, Jim. And especially, <laughs> it's, it's like, my lit in the test. The the rats yeah. are coming. The werewolves are already here, or something like that. That's that. That sounds too intriguing. When you say to a date, let's watch Roller Gator. <laughs> that's like, a lot less intriguing. No, it, it is intriguing for me at least because it starts out on a high note. So I know they like me enough to watch a movie <laughs> called Roller Gator, but not enough to actually watch the movie called Roller Gator. Yeah, Jim's like trying to get me like. If I go out on a date to also do the roller gator challenge, and I'm like, I don't think I can. I don't want to hurt anyone. They're a keeper, then. They're a keeper. I think a true litmus test would be the room. If you get them to like, oh, but that's a funny one. That's a good one. With no, with oh no, wait a minute. No, I got a true litmus test from Justin to Kelly. That's oh. a, that's a hard one. Oh, <laughs> hard God. one. They can sit through from but Justin I, to Kelly. Okay, okay, okay. we don't do snuff but, films here, man. <laughs> I, I don't know what you heard about the show. But Roy, Roy, I cannot sit through that. <laughs> so how can I expect them to? Oh, the thing that like amazes me is that I found out there's a director's cut too from Justin DeKelly. They left and something I, out? Yeah. Oh. They, left, the floor, like, oh. they left three musical numbers out. And I'm like, Thank there's, you. A, there's an audience for the director's cut for this movie. It's one person and it's the director's mom. <laughs> She's like, good job, honey. Good job. Dude, That that's... Okay, so one to four Cthulhu's, depending on it, is could be a replacement for Jim's sex. Like, no, that's not sick. That's came out wrong. Uh, could be a replacement for Roller Gator as a gatekeeper to my sex life, I guess. Who knows? <laughs> all I know is I'm not following that at all. So, Brannick? Yes. What shark infested bullshit did you bring in today? Uh, I mean, great movie. It's, I like sharks. Sharks are great, you know, like sharks are cool. Um, so I brought a Tubi original. Um, Tubi's making originals now? Yes. (laughs) That's a benchmark of quality right there. You hear Tubi original, you're like, yes. In in cooperation with Asylum. 
in cooperation with us? Like oh, a sound God. couldn't do their own fucking oh, thing anymore? <laughs> they fall in that fucking bad, the VHS tape just could crush her. Oh, sorry. You know, we all make mistakes, guys. We all make <laughs> yeah. mistakes. And usually they're called dating gym. And they're Other usually- than that. <laughs> yes. Please, anyone in the wherever he is area, do not date gym. You'll be subjected <laughs> to roller gator. That's Please don't. That's no, that is not the highlight. Uh, anyway, so I watched this rip. I mean, not rip off. This not cruel jaws. You watched cruel jaws. I wish I watched cruel jaws again. Oh man, that would have been a great TV original. No, it's called <laughs> Swim. Swim. Uh, swim. 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 And it's got Joey Lawrence in it. There for you like, go. That's all you had to say. Well, he's in it for like 15 minutes and he has like in his contract, like, do not get me wet because (laughs) there are so many scenes where it's like pouring rain and like all the other characters are dripping wet and then it goes to him and it's like CGI water and like a little couple dribbles on his face. Like you can tell he's like, do not get me wet. Wow. Um, Is it Green Ranger in this one too? The what? The no. Green no, no, okay. he's no. So it is. Uh, so he and his very bland family are going to a like summer house to relax and enjoy it. They've always gone there all the time. The daughter is graduating to go to med school, just like her grandfather does. And the grandfather's there. And yes, they're all talking like this. Like everything is exposition within like the first 20 minutes. Um, And it is, don't you want me to become a doctor just like grandpa? Of course I'd, you know, like it's basically like that. So and then, of course, the daughter and the mom look the same age, so it's really hard to tell them apart. Thank you. That's why I was telling the daughter. Uh, it's like, there's not way, no way. Oh, wait, we're talking about the movie again? Yeah. Okay, now I'm just I'm usually that. talking about the movie when we're talking about movies. <laughs> okay. So. I thought it was like a metaphor for our house. Never mind. I know. I know what you know. Yeah. You're good. Okay. Yeah. Bingo was involved. Yeah. Okay, so I almost watched the bingo movie on. And dude, Bingo <laughs> Hell is awesome. It's I didn't fucking killer, dude. Okay, I almost watched it. I'm like, no, I guess I'll watch this stupid shark movie instead, and I regret Shit. it. I know Shit. I should have watched Bingo Hell. You watch? You don't watch a shark movie. You watch a Joey fucking Lawrence movie. A Joey Lawrence ripoff movie of Crawl. <laughs> of, of Crawl? They call yeah. it Swim. Christ and sakes, was like like kneeling is like fucking taken or what? It's like so. And it's it's not as as crawl anyway. So uh, they're in this house. Everything's flooding, um, you know. And of course, like in crawl, uh, a shark gets in the house. And um, well, I know I'm like in the, house. the super duper minority. The super minority of actually kind of liking house shark. <laughs> okay. Do not judge me. <laughs> hey, no, no. But you hate Sharknado. So what the I fuck? Hate- I hate Sharknado. I don't know what Why? was up with it. Why? Sharknado is a fucking awesome movie. I, I, have don't, it. I, like it. I, I don't like it. I don't like it. I can't say enough good about it. I don't like it. But for some ah. reason, House Shark just <laughs> swam its way into my heart. Is that the word Anna Faris? House Shark? No, no. That's House Party? 
No, this oh, the Howard Shark is like oh, it has a five dollar budget and is horrible. It's supposed to be you know one of those horror comedies that's like terrible, but five dollar budget and four of those. Anyway, so in that one, there's a, a a shark that is in the house too, and um, it's about the same level of uh, CGI, I would say, um, because this is the, the CGI of the shark. Because I I like sharks a lot, and um, this one looked kind of like a I don't know like a sad CGI <laughs> like sperm dribble. <laughs> Just like <laughs> dribbling around in the water. Wait, what? A sperm dribble? <laughs> like a, like a what color is your sperm? Great. Well, no, See, like. I'm a doctor. <laughs> Christ Don't tell me when. Basic, basic, tell me basically, it's Dr. Manhattan's sperm swimming in the water from right? the Watchmen. Pretty much, yeah. Like that. Like it's just, it's, it's just real goopy looking. <laughs> <laughs> It it does not look like a sleek killer. Like it looks like a this is like squash for some reason. A goopy, just like gooping around in the water and eating people. Did it have eyes? It did. Okay, so it kind of it did. It was just it was just it was like a shark like like shaped sperm dribble. Okay, like McDonald's hamburger. So so basically, the shark was ropey. Is is I guess a good way to describe it. (laughs) Yeah, it was just like kind of just like. Could you could you see this coming out of Peter North? Is that the type of shark? Like, what kind of ropes are we talking about? Anyway, oh, Dan so, Brennick, we did a porno before. Oh wait, hold on. Let me, um, let me, let me I would like you to rephrase that in, <laughs> we, and we, and also we then doing, like certify that with like some kind of notary. <laughs> we did a porno. Uh, we watched a porno in separate rooms in separate times in separate you countries. Pain, you did. Yes. You did. Separate countries and then talked about it. Uh, so that is what that is what you mean. Um, that is correct. But so I'm saying my point of that was you didn't know who Peter North is? I don't remember now. Oh, I don't remember names. Head, basically, is it, uh, it's all that, good. That's that traumatic. Yes. I locked many things out of my head with Jim. Um, so this is the shark movie that defies physics and the art of cinema. Um there's just like so much. I mean, like I love practical effects, and I knew it was yes. going to be CGI, but it is like bad CGI. Like it's CGI that I could probably buy for like seventy bucks. Well, kind of a CGI. It is Tubi. I mean, did you have your expectations very high in CGI? Or? I just I don't know. I just I expected more on a Tubi because it is my Lord and Savior, and I. I appreciate that they tried and I appreciate that they had Joey Lawrence in it for like 15 minutes and then he didn't get wet. And like, he kept calling his wife like honey and babe, like a million times. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Was it like a cameo? I mean, not like a cameo cameo, but I mean like the actual <laughs> website cameo. You think that's happened? Did they have like a water <laughs> saying cameo on the side every time Joey Lawrence? Yeah, that would have been great. <laughs> Does he know he's in this movie? No, he does know he's in a movie. Okay. I don't know if he any- knows exactly what type of movie <laughs> at any point during the movie does he say whoa no no he just lost opportunity i know he says honey and babe yeah. mostly <laughs> he's honey actually in an action movie i think netflix put out by the way this is <laughs> his exactly second comeback I, film 
that's exactly what I would have done with him. Is like one point, it's like, honey, there's a shark. Whoa. You know, See, that would have been funny. That would have been funny. Like, we can team him up with Owen Wilson. Just have two woes back and forth. Wow. I mean, that's beautiful and brilliant. At the um, same time, I think we just gave Wes Anderson an idea. So, <laughs> so take it away, Wes. Um, no, see, like, and that's the sad part is like this movie could be really fun and funny because again, it's a it's a how like it's a house with a shark in it. Like that's funny, and everything is just really like I don't know, whining, complaining, like Karen-y kind of sometimes. Like it's just it's very weirdly just like oh, the shark's over there, and it's. I don't know. The, it, it gets it gets real old. Does anyone die in this film? Um, three people too. Three people. Oh, it's not <laughs> worth it. Oh my! No, God. it's not. It is. It's really not. Um, Without and one of it. them gets. Oh, go, what? Go, no, you go. You go. You go. You go. Uh, one of them gets bit, and I'm like, I want. I want to see like, you know, I want to see a shark bite, man. And it's like she's got a little cut. <laughs> on her leg and I'm like oh I call BS on that <laughs> you get bite by a shark you know it <laughs> so basically the, the, the fake blood that they bought from Party City they realized was empty so they just squeezed as much as they could yeah I think um, it was like tempura paint like they're just like just go to the dollar store just buy more red paint and then and then put it and then put a, a, a thing on her leg it was like a scarf I don't know anyway so uh yeah so it was it was interesting there were a good a few lines that they had that i thought were good taglines oh, um yes. like <laughs> go upstairs kids i'm gonna fuck up a shark <laughs> and uh we can't use the surfboards because of the shark <laughs> And I thought that one was pretty funny too. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, overall, the music was very, uh, you know, like you you could buy that pretty easily <laughs> online. When there are sad parts, it's sad piano and violins. When there's, you know, happy parts. Not happy parts, but more quote unquote exciting parts. Oh, it's that? more like. Oh yeah, I could see that being in a talking cat. Um, <laughs> wow. I mean, it's it's not it's not great, guys. And I enjoy shark movies, but I mean, like you could obviously tell nobody knew where to look at the shark. And um again, just like everybody's just like they're they're trying but not trying their best they're probably looking at their phones in between takes and wondering so what they're like, doing there so it's not like birdemic fun where oh god no i wish i wish <laughs> for birdemic fun i would i would listen to soul panos like all day every day <laughs> instead of this and it's fucking early 2000s music this was made like last year and it's fucking 2000s anyway uh yeah so I would give this, you know, a 1.5. 1.5? Yeah. It was painful, but it wasn't like gouge out my eyes painful. It was just more like, I'm going to look at 
some recipes. Well, I I look at this and also kind of just think about my life and um, re-examine it a little. My God. Uh, so 1.5. How many did you give Cruel Jaws? I'm just. I think I gave that one three. A three. I have I a like, off spot for that movie. Actually, I, I love Cruel Jaws. I think it's. I think Cruel Jaws is great. We I did a Carnage Trois with Cruel Cruel Jaws, right? I, I, yes, we I, did. I, I love the fact that the that the main male lead, the father of the girl in the wheelchair in the movie, looks like what would happen to Hulk Hogan if he. That's what we talked about. That's what we talked about. That's but, what we talked about. But Hulk Hogan. After like being on crystal meth for about a year, yeah, what it would do to him. But the uh, funny thing is, like his hair would stay the exact same. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, I, I love I love Cruel Jaws. I call it choices. The movie because that whole film has so many choices in it. It's um, so good, but it's fun. See, that's the thing. It's a fun romp. Like you. <laughs> Like why? Like why have a girl in a wheelchair? Why have you know, all this crazy <laughs> stuff? Clearly moved, by the way. Oh I yeah, that a couple of times, like dancing and shit. I'm like, dude, what the hell? And um, have Star Wars. I think they had the Star yes, Wars. Yes, the theme song for mm-hmm. at some point. And Superman for one of them, and, and like, almost Raiders. It's like all the, the and it was great. Stuff. Like that is fun. I like. I liked all the movies where it was like what 28 meters below or whatever i like those those were fun um but you know it's not i like the one with the oh shoot what is it with the samuel L. jackson and he gets well i can't say spoilers but snakes on a plane no but no, i love that one oh, too. But in the deep into the deep or something like that oh uh, blue blue blue, blue. Deepest blue. bluest. Deep, deep blue sea. Deep blue sea. <laughs> I like but all this. Deep, deeper in the blue sounds like a porn <laughs> title for a porn parody of Avatar. <laughs> <laughs> so you're saying, Brannick, that even with your level, your high bar of shark movies, it doesn't reach that. Oh, God, no. Like... No, no, it's just, it's higher or lower than Sharknado for you. You know, I would actually say lower than Sharknado because at least Sharknado had Tara Reid that I could be like, oh, she's having fun. You know, like that's, that's cool. Like Joey Lawrence, I don't think is having fun in this. I think this is just like him being like, yeah. Like him being like, oh, shark movie. Oh, okay. Yeah, whatever. I'll do it. You know, like, but I'm not fucking getting wet. (laughs) You know, like he does get out. Spoilers. He does get wet in the final scene. But I think before then he's like, I'm not getting wet before that. A body double. Um, no, there were, there were cuts. There were body double like cuts oh, from water. Like, wow. for, it was insane the level that they went through to like make sure he did not get wet. <laughs> like, oh, at the same time, man, I, I didn't do a movie with Tubi, so th- th- that's kind of like depressing. Man, you guys are depressing. We should all try to do a movie with Tubi. I, I think so. And Tubi, for the credit. You know, maybe they're not the most awesome producers, but they're trying and they do pay the most for money here. They do pay the most of anyone for the streaming services if you are using their streaming services as a movie creator. Oh, that's pay cool. The most. Yeah. And and here's the thing. They have a lot of great titles on their 
continuously. They do. I do. Oh, um, it's a treasure chest of just random oh, yeah. titles. Like, I mean, there's a, um, I guess those who are listening to the show will get uh, to hear something before even my co-host on my show gets to, to hear it. Uh, for for every June, we always do something uh, absolutely ridiculous for Pride Month. And I found on Tubi that the uh, the made-for-television movie Goddess of Love with Vanna White and Little Richard is on there. <gasps> so I went, that's our June movie. It's oh, <laughs> so, so. beautiful. Wait, I've watched- lost that fucking bet. That's awesome. I've watched Ghost Can't Do It on Tubi. I've watched The Uninvited a million times on Tubi. Like wait, it, wait, they wait. have like Ghost Can't Do It. Who's in that one? So I remember Daryl Hannah. Daryl that Hannah. was the one and that Donald I wanted- Trump. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where Donald Trump rapes a ghost of Daryl Hannah. I think no, so. that's <laughs> not how that goes. But the ghost rapes Donald Trump. It's not how that goes I either. Thought, you say like Donald Trump is like really creepy in that movie, like sexually salty way. Pretty creepy. It's, it's it was weird. The best ghost. It was the most wonderful ghost. <laughs> the biggest ghost. Tremendous. It was tremendous. Ghost dad. You know. Uh, yeah. Oh, see, ghost dad. It's funny because we're talking about two alleged. Uh, <coughs> yeah. Anyway. Uh, hey. So I think oh. it's your turn, Jen. Oh, I did buy a kazoo. I should go get that at some point. Kazoo. With a- yeah, because every time that you go a little too far, I need to kazoo you, man. Oh, you can't um, kazoo me. I'm a great kazoo. So I I rented a movie. Fuck it. I wouldn't fall oh, wow. out. I went to Venom, let, the be, let there be carnage, because damn it, I want to see it. And it was closed for the theaters. But my theaters were closed, I should say, because this, I, I don't think it hit anywhere else. This thing called COVID? Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, and Detroit. It, it missed Detroit, right? It just yeah. yeah. Just, yeah. Oh, it hit Texas, but they didn't care. Uh, they, 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 <laughs> like, ah, it's all good. Yeah. But I was going to see this movie and the thing closed. So I was so happy to rent it. And I love it because Tom Hardy had a part in writing this for the sequel. Oh. Whenever someone really attaches himself to a character that much going i really want this they're a fan they're not making it you know they're not doing it first for the money it's easier ways to make money and it it does not it's a comedy it's really just like if you read the old carnage and venoms and stuff like that they were kind of funny they're like spawned off of no pun spider-man so you it's in that vein and i remember the, the guys are talking about how Venom looks like Venom and why Venom looks like Venom. And it goes back to kind of like why Spawn looks like Spawn. It, it's because the people drawing them just kept forgetting how they drew. And, <laughs> and so it's like, oh, yeah, of course this is now living. It's the tentacles and it's all sorts of stuff. That's probably that's this whole story. So we have this setup of Woody Harrelson playing the insane, insane old guy. We've got the very, very energetic Michelle Williams back. I won't do any spoilers with her, but a lot of people play into this. And it is a truly ensemble cast. The protagonists and antagonists aren't exactly who you think they are. And it it is not practical effects whatsoever. (laughs) In case you're wondering, but they don't look like sperm, at least. I, I think they got a slightly bigger budget than Tubi did. I'm not quite sure. Don't quote me on this. 
I, I believe they they put it out a little bit better than that. But now, here's the thing. It's PG-13. Mm. And so it's comedy comes a little heavy handed. Because, you know, they want to go violent as shit for some parts. We're like, hey, wait, what? It's an R. Okay, we'll, we'll, we'll do like a dick joke instead. There we go. That, that was a PG-13 again. Oh, thank God. So it's it's a movie fighting itself a bit. And that's kind of where, if there's a weakness, it's that. But at the same time, it, it does – I'm not going to spoil anything. I'm not going to spoil anything. But I will say it does set things up nicely and it continues from the previous story nicely as well. It's not like just a brand new movie. Everything is set up in this world, the world building still. And damn it if Tom Hardy just doesn't pull this off. You know, it, and a lot of people just, you know, Reed Scott, the perfect asshole. I, I mean, if you ever seen Reed Scott in Veep, I mm-hmm. think it's the same character again and again and again and again. So basically you're saying he's being typecast. I, and the, his name in this movie is even Dan. It's Dan in the fucking movie too. <laughs> I, at this point, I just don't know if it's a typecasting. I think it's just a fucking alter ego. I, I, I don't know. But we have Woody Harrelson playing Cletus with like a fleshed out Cletus. They could have made Cletus just batshit crazy to be batshit crazy, but they actually flesh him out. You know, Naomi Harris has a great counterbalance to it. I mean, everything is a bit Phantom of the Opera. You know, it's a bit King Kong. It's a bit of the older callback movies where they actually gave a shit about the character. And I think that might have been the strength of the PG-13. So as it takes away, it giveth, you know. Now, this was a rental. And I debated renting this for a while. I mean, shit, I bought videos just to try to watch and like, no. Watching other things, no. So $4.99 Canadian on Amazon Prime right now. And it, it, it was it was worth it. Like five bucks, that's no brainer. I can't I can't get gas in Canada for five fucking bucks anymore. I was just gonna say, like, isn't that cheaper than gas? It's cheaper than point. gas, food, my Starbucks tip, and uh God, Carmex at this point. I think in Canada it's like four bucks now. So it's running head ahead with Carmex. So you give up some Carmex, you get some this movie. Don't wait for it to come to Netflix, because it has to go to like Netflix first and then Disney Plus. Don't wait for it to come to those services. Give some money out. $4.99. Get some popcorn. PG-13. It's a friendly, family, cool movie. It's got some heart with it. It won't go wrong, man. Uh, How is the soundtrack? The soundtrack? Like the actual music that they put into yeah, it? Or the like music the score. Sound, the, okay. We're talking score. Yeah. What do you mean score? Score. Like scoring of the scenes. Okay, of the scenes. Do you mean that they just cut to black and it all stops? Yeah, and then they like, so you can again? applause. Right. Well, absolutely. But when they cut to black, it's a blackout. I think it's just Eddie Brock like losing consciousness. No, it, it's, it's really 
a slick film. It, it, it's it's absolute fucking slick film. It's so not as you- slick as Spider Man Lost from Space Home Razor Four, <laughs> but in space, in space, I don't think it had the same budget either. You know, mm-hmm. it, it, it's slick for like they obviously had some leftover CGI's for some other movie. They're like, ah, oh, fuck it, this looks good enough, and it, it's. It's cool. It's award nominated, dude. Five awards from the Indiana Film Journals Association. <laughs> Best vocal motion capture performance from Tom Hardy. What else do you need? Indiana Film Journalists. Together. Together said, damn it. This should be, I don't think it won, but this should be nominated for Best Vocal Motion Capture Performance by a male in a superhero movie made by Sony. It's a very specific category. It's, yeah, I was like, that's <laughs> very a very specific. specific. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, uh, but there's like five other films for that. <laughs> oddly, yes. Yes. Uh, Sony had to really And they're all Roller here. Gator. <laughs> <laughs> Sony rebooted Roller Gator. They actually got Joe and Emilio Estevez now. Oh my God. Yeah. I would watch that. On a date, it's, sure. It's like uh, Beverly Hills Cop meets Roller Gator, I guess. Uh, you know, <laughs> Beverly Hills Cop meets Hutch or Turner meets- and Hooch. Tuner and Hooch and Hutch and Donnie Darko. You know, but not Pants Labyrinth because that's a step too far. No, that's a little too dark. Yeah, yeah, a little too Spanish. Yeah, they, they need uh, subtitles. I can't do subtitles. That's why you can't do subtitles. I can't. I can't. I learned Tagog just to watch that damn movie uh, that Daphne was talking about, only to find out that people in Thailand they're not Filipino. I'm like, what yeah. the fuck did I learn Tagalog I mean, for? Yeah. <laughs> Jesus cool though. Not to like read subtitles and shit. Damn it. No, yeah. but this movie is it, for five bucks. It was awesome. I can imagine doing this as a family night. Absolutely, hundred percent, go for it. it it's uh, ooh, Cthulhu wise. Five Cthulhu's. No, no, you're gonna give it a four or a four point five. Uh, why do you think I'm giving a four or four point five, dude? Dude, because no, I, always give movies I know like your towels. I know your towels. <laughs> <laughs> If I talk positively about a movie, it has to be like twelve or something like that. What? No, I'm just, I'm just. So go ahead, go on. What were you gonna give right. it? I, I'm gonna blow your mind. I'm gonna blow your mind. I'm not gonna give it one Cthulhu. I ain't gonna give it two. I'm not even gonna give it three. I'm gonna give it. A, a, what did you say? I was gonna give it. Go on, one, just one, go one. on. No, no. You what can, were you saying? You said like. No, one, you one, can. One? You can always look. Back. I am gonna give this. Film with the Indiana State Journalist Association for movies made on Sony, licensed through Marvel, Disney, uh, for voice acting and stop motion capture by a guy who was formerly in an FX series, I believe. I think that's the full title for his taboo. I'm going to use that 4.8. Yeah, four point eight. There you go. I said it. I spoke it. Maybe four point seven eight. We're rounding up four four eight. Anyways, it, it's got everything you want. Not every movie has to be dark fucking night. You know, 
not every movie has got to be blood, guts, and ass. Sometimes it can just be a fun comic book movie too. And I, I believe Tom Hardy just did a, a wonderful job in crafting this. And the cast really pulls together. It, it's got heart. So 4.8. Absolutely final. Vinyl author. 4.8. Confluos. The Enzo. Bam! And with that, we bring us the plugs. So, as I guess always goes first, Roy, what do you want to plug? Uh, well, first and foremost, I'll go ahead and plug my podcasts. Um, mm-hmm. The, the main one I'm on is uh, Cult Cinema Catacombs, These Films Exist, which really lives up to its title. Uh, you can find us on Audible and on uh, the Google Podcast Network. We do we do now two episodes a month. It used to be one episode a month. Now nice. we do two episodes a month. Nice. Uh, we just recently did, uh, for our February episode, we did uh, a movie that I lovingly call the Furry Olympics, uh, called <laughs> Animal Olympics. Um, from 1980. <gasps> I love uh, that movie. We, we were just, oh, we, it's, it, we were just the whole entire time just sitting there like the cheetah has tits. Why, why does the cheetah have tits? Why like, not? Like, <laughs> it, w- I, it would make sense. It was, if it was like Fritz, the cat we're watching, where it's supposed to be an <laughs> oh, X-rated movie, but this shit. is rated G. Yeah. And, it's for and this children. Tits are popping out of her dress right now. I don't see a problem with this. <laughs> As so we, a person of the 80s, I see no problem. So we did that, and we also did uh, the lost 1984 film that was rediscovered by Vinegar Syndrome, which melted our faces off in awesomeness called New York Ninja, which uh, seek it out. The, 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 the quick story I could say about this is that this film was made in 1984, but they ran out of a budget, so they abandoned the entire film, never completed it, never edited it together. Vinegar Syndrome found the original prints of this film in their vault, but the soundtrack was missing. So they watched the film, tried to figure out what the plot was, writ- wrote a completely brand new script for the footage that <gasps> they had, and brought in a voice cast of people like Don the Dragon Wilson oh, to wow. dub the film. And the results is glorious. I mean, it was so much fun to watch. Wait a minute. Um, is this the one with um, the guy with the chin? Uh, no, that is, no, that is okay. um, that is actually another uh, ninja samurai, one. That is Samurai Cop. Sorry. There's so yes. many, Definitely. so many things that go on. So um, that's amazing, though, because that's that's so much hard work and oh, dedication. It had, it had to have been, and the end result is just some of the most fun I've ever had watching a film. Where did they? Where did you get it from? Like, where did you stream it? I actually on it, it's not even available for streaming. I on blind faith, just based on the story of what it took to make this film, just actually sunk the money down to buy a physical copy of it directly oh, wow. from vinegar syndrome. Cause I'm like, I've got, I, I've got to see this thing. Beautiful. It was, it was worth every penny. It really was because it was just so much fun. This is one of those movies where I'm like, you say you've seen everything. Okay. Sit down. You're going to watch New York Ninja. <laughs> so. Oh, so would this replace roller gator then? <laughs> well, no, because this one's fun. And oh, enjoyable. oh, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, got it, got it, got it, got it. 
Um, yeah, come on, yeah. Don Wilson, Don the Dragon Wilson. Yeah, and and at one That's point awesome. the acting gets on Tommy Wiseau level in the movie on purpose yes. because he he actually has a line delivery at one point that is equal to Tommy Wiseau's "You're tearing me apart, Lisa" in the film. That's uh, beautiful. Yeah, it's it's so much fun. Um, I love it when actors know exactly what they're doing you know like you can tell they all knew (laughs) that's awesome um my second podcast that i'm on is called homos on horror uh we i got a bone to pick with this one (laughs) yeah go for it um it's my bone to pick go okay so um it's uh i'm I'm co-hosting it with uh my friend mike and we were on hiatus thanks to covid we've come back recently um, we're kind of what we're doing right now is we're re-examining um, the movies from every year that we've existed on Earth up until current, um, and discussing the films that we liked and we didn't like. And we're going to have little side episodes here and there. We just recently had, which I'm sure is the bone you need to pick with me. Um, <sighs> we uh, recently had an episode about our opinions on the new Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Um, the movie that I affectionately called this was not Texas Chainsaw Massacre, but we're going to shoehorn Leatherface into it. Yeah, um, no, I, I agree with that part. I agree with that part. That I, I do agree with. What's your um, ultimate opinion of that movie? That's my the my ultimate opinion on the movie was I actually didn't hate it. Um, I I Did we watch the like, same movie. <laughs> um, I didn't hate it, but at the same time, I went okay. I've watched this movie. It's not bad. It's definitely not Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the next generation. <laughs> but if I don't ever see it again, I'm fine. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm sorry. At some point in this movie, Leather, I think you guys might even say this. Leatherface is like, what, 80? Fucking 85 years old. What is he, 70? Something like that? He's got to be ancient. Yeah. And yet he doesn't act like it at all. And no. It, he's a spring guys- chicken. Guys, the the elderly can be very athletic. Uh, athletic you know, enough can, to have like a yo-yo on a fucking uh, uh, chainsaw as a yo-yo, apparently. Because that <laughs> yeah. shit like boomerangs for them. I think you're although, being ages, Jim. I do Jim. have to give the film credit for introducing... <laughs> oh, you're back to boy banding, but we think that's going to record uh, anyways. <laughs> I, I, I do have to say, though, that I, I find it very impressive that, you know, they came up with a new way of killing somebody by breaking the arm and using the bone to, <laughs> to kill somebody. I was like, that's that's new. But, but yeah, yeah. we always tease the alley, rip your arm off and beat the shit off. I mean, <laughs> maybe it's just a Black Knight thing. Maybe that's where it came from. It's just, it just comes up from the Black Knight. Now, I have I have two. This is not quite spoiler free. This is the first act. The young lady is, first of all, the premise is like some yuppies. Whether the current year work for yuppies now, what influencers? Ex- I guess. In, yeah, exploitive influencers. Exploitive like, influencers. Describe these kids. Yeah, bought a town in like what Bolivia? Where is that? Bulgaria. <laughs> it's supposed or, to be Texas, but be I Texas? want to know what part right. of Texas that is because the whole entire time I'm watching yeah. this movie, I'm like. That's not Texas. No, that's, it, it, <laughs> this no. is not. This is not Texas. <laughs> no, it, it's nowhere, nowhere near Texas. Which is unfortunate. Boise, maybe, but 
Right. It's not even Quebec pretending to be Texas. <laughs> That's how sad it is. Like, shit, at least come to Quebec. There's like there's tax credits here, right? Mm-hmm. But the entire towns broke down, except that apparently they still get oxygen tank deliveries and like <laughs> electricity and some shit. I, I don't understand any of this fucking thing. But they have this, a mechanic there too. I mean oh, fixing what? Exactly. Like, there's nothing to fix, but I just I don't know. Chainsaw. That guy fixed this guy's chainsaw twelve fucking times. So this lady, young lady, this one, the sister of the, I don't know who's the protagonist of the fucking film. That's another thing I don't understand. But the sister of the influencer, mm-hmm. the one that survived the school shooting, and that's the, the first part of it. My question is, because there's always sensitivity readers for literature now, they obviously did not have a sensitivity reader. This is Netflix, by the way, so they had the money. To go over a script saying, you know, probably wouldn't go, yeah, a fucking gun. Someone who just survived a school shooting. Yeah. Throwing that out there. <laughs> yeah. Throwing I, that out there. I definitely with. agree with that. Yeah. This is like, that's how you handle, you know, for someone who who lives with PTSD, I I I, I had a lot of questions about that decision because I'm just like, I don't see therapy for dealing with something traumatic like surviving a school shooting would be to grab a gun and just go like Linda Hamilton and Terminator two on somebody. (laughs) Exactly. Or just even go to Texas. Like (laughs) where there's open carry. I'm like, you know what? Open carry and a drive through for beer. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, Mm -hmm. I don't know. I I don't feel safe. But, and I didn't make this joke. I didn't mean they still as as Leatherface was kind of like hunting. Spoiler: Leatherface is the bad guy, or is it is it a movie against capitalism? I don't know. But I, I did to my shame, and I'm to my shame enough to repeat it. And she's like, you know, Dove's coming to get me. I'm like, yeah, she probably wish she stayed in school now, huh? Like oh, when? <laughs> that's right. I'm going to hell. Oh. Fuck waiting in line. Fuck waiting in line. But but that's. Yeah, okay. That was my only thing. You think this is going to age better than what's, – what's the other movie you brought up that kind of like was bad at the time but the guy oh, – The Next Generation? No, I don't think this is going to age as well because what the okay. Texas Chainsaw Massacre, The Next Generation has with going for it Matthew versus McConaughey. this one is that Next Generation has Matthew McConaughey and Renee Zellweger. Yeah. Uh, so that is always going to make it – a curiosity piece, uh, oh, especially since Renee Zellweger tried so hard to shelve this movie. Didn't uh, Matthew McConaughey's people too? Yep. Yeah, they both were yeah. trying so hard Which to shelve. Weird. This. And then yeah. they like super like have them on every box now. Mm-hmm. Well, if it's not, if it's not, though. yeah, he does. Yeah, yeah Renee yeah. Will, refuses to. Yeah. And you, you know, you've got um, you know Leatherface looking like a contestant from RuPaul's Drag Race in the movie, also. So yeah, that that makes it relevant too. Oh God, I always love that one. I I, I I picture this was the pitch. Whatever happened to those people from Days to Confuse after the party? And then that's I think that's just a, Days and Confused too. I think that's just a sequel. And yeah, that's how I McConaughey's it. character got a robotic leg and. Uh, joined up with the Illuminati and you know at least he's not hanging out with high school girls anymore it's a step up for him for his character for his character sorry Matt for his character 
Yeah, well, I mean so, that's that's the normal progression. You go from being a guy in your twenties who wants to have sex with high school girls to joining the Illuminati. That's the, that's yeah. the natural progression of life. Uh, I mean, that's what I did, right? <laughs> it's okay. Go it's back okay, guys. Rock Tumbler, Detroit City. <laughs> that's the name of my new band. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Rock Tumbler, Detroit City. That was the name of the plug. Okay, so. Roy, you have two podcasts to plug. Mm-hmm. Where are they again? Uh, so you can find uh, uh, Cult Cinema Catacombs on right. – for, for for some reason, Apple hates our show. So we don't know why Apple doesn't have us. But you can find us on the Google Network and you can find us on Audible. Where, I can fix Apple with, for you. Hit me where, off. With Homos on Horror, you can find on Apple. Go, go figure. So, But then again, I'm just a co-host <laughs> on that one. So maybe it's me. I don't know. <laughs> Roy, let's, we'll talk offline. I, I think I know what has Apple up here up their ass. And it's something really dumb, but they won't tell you. Okay. We had to go through the same thing where Apple is kind of like, fuck you. I'm like, well, what the fuck? <laughs> uh, it, Maybe it's it because we considered thing. our favorite film to watch on there was Kiss Meets the Phantom of the Park. I don't know. Maybe it's that. Dude, I grew up on that shit. That is a <laughs> bomb, yo. That is fucking cool as fuck. All right, yeah. So those are very. I listen to them. I love them. Uh, I think everyone should listen to this podcast. And Brannick, what do you have to plug? I'm gonna plug because there's a lot of besides you your know, modem back in. Is my modem auto-tune? back in? Brannick's plugging auto tune. <laughs> Can you hear me? Brannick's plugging 1990 share, basically. Yeah. Uh, Can you hear me? We kind of believe in the power of lo- what. Can yes. you hear me? Brannick, if you can turn there back go. time. There you go, yeah. Can you hear me? All right. So you can hear me now. Yes. Can you hear me now? Yes, All right. I can hear you now. All right. Well, okay. So there's a lot of shit that's going on in the world, you know, as it no as it does, you know. So I'm going to be plugging um because there are places that are not safe for LGBTQ plus people and um in these places that are not safe uh it's really hard for people to get out of those places so there is a um nonprofit called rainbow railroad and um they are a global nonprofit that helps people facing persecution um basically get out of that situation they are basically swamped right now because of so many things that are going on but especially the the things that are happening in the ukraine um you know plus just general all the shit that's going on in countries that that just happens all the time or florida for example or uh, here in texas now too. Oh, or, yeah, or texas, texas, or texas is yeah parents um, go to jail for but I've seen a lot of students um, in Texas that are are really upset about that. So that's good news. And I did see that there was um, the 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 I think Supreme Court like overturned like one of the things. So anyway, there's hope. Hopefully, hopefully, because you know that guy's a douche, and you know obviously. Um, but this is like for people who are getting beheaded. <laughs> um, Horrible, horrible things that happen all the time around the world um, for being who they are and um, trying to get them into safe places. And yeah. like I said, they, they're they one of very few places that actually do this. Um, 
So if you could go to Rainbow Railroad, um, look at it. There is a request help button if you do need help. It's unfortunately what I've been reading from other people is that it takes a really long time, unfortunately, because they are so swamped. Um, so if you do feel like you're in danger somewhere, get there, you know, put in a request as soon as you can and get your documents in order so you can be safe because that's the most important thing is that, um, you know, you exist, it's not your fault, you are seen and you need to be safe for uh, for what is most important, which is you. Yeah. Um, so that's, that's my plug, um, for this week. I guess to kind of, I guess to kind of piggyback on that also, I guess, um, also, uh, for those who have not heard, for I don't know why they're only doing it for a week. I wish they were doing it for more than a week. But from March 7th through March 13th, uh, Fangoria has teamed up with the t-shirt company Fright Rags to sell a special limited edition Trans Pride t-shirt. Oh, nice. And nice. they're not keeping any of the money. 100% of the profits is going to the Transgender Edu- Education Network of Texas in response to what's going on right now in our state. So um, they said that the sh- the t-shirts themselves are going to ship on Transgender Day of uh, Awareness Day. And uh, needless to say, I'm buying mine when it goes on sale on Monday. Too. That, that is very Beautiful. cool. And for what it's worth, not that it really should matter for a charity, but Fright Rags, I, I got some stuff from uh, uh, Joe Bob. Uh, and thank you, by the way. Joe Bob. But it's really good quality. Mm-hmm. Like the, 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 I've been wearing a fucking hoodie out in negative 20 from Fright Rags. And it's like, oh, I'm good. That's it. You know the shirts are great quality, so not only is it a great cause, but it, it's it's spot on quality, one hundred percent. It's really hard to do one hundred percent donation because that means they're fucking eating some shit. Yeah. So and, is and the are the shirts? I'm, I'm actually setting myself up because Brandon's are the sh- back with the uh, the the boy band, but ah. my plug is going to be Lumos, which apparently. Uh, because Lumos is a global organization taking care of like a lot of like orphan children. Apparently, there's going to be a surplus of orphan children now in the Ukraine. So uh, they need more donations. You can go to wearelumos.org directly or you can order uh, Hell is for Children, our anthology. We're all 100% of the – I wasn't trying to pump myself up. I was doing 100% before, but – 100% of, of the fucking sale goes to Lumos anyways. Mm-hmm. So get yourself a book, go to Lumos, or if you like fuck reading, go to wearelumos.org and just help them help kids out because it's, it's a shit show, people. Uh, if you haven't turned on the news in a lot, it's, it's not good. Yeah, I was going to say, um, if you haven't heard lately, uh, the whole world's gone to hell, but how are you? Yeah, uh, that. Yeah, and that's – I was talking to a friend today. I'm like, remember when two minutes to midnight was a bad thing? Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, we get an extra 20 seconds maybe back? No. So as we wrap up, it looks like Brannock is now going to bail Voodoo Priestess out of a Japanese prison. <laughs> so they, they had to leave early, unfortunately. They, they, I, I keep saying, don't bring MasterCard. They want a different type of visa. 
But on behalf of myself, Jim Phoenix, my co-host, J.M. Brannick, and our special guest, Roy. Roy, what do you want to be known as? Roy? Yeah, Roy's fine. Roy is fine. Damn right, Roy is fine. <laughs> we'll see you next time on Streaming Demons. Bye, y'all. I hear a cat.